Selena Gomez, for example, uses Linktree to connect all of her content. What's awesome about that is we've created something that gives creators, businesses, entrepreneurs agency over what they show and how they present themselves to the world. Hi, everyone, and welcome to What Led You Here, a podcast where global leaders share their journey to success and what they think it takes to have an edge in an increasingly complex and fast-changing world. I'm Steve Vamos, CEO of Zero, and I'm your host. I've spent the last 40 years in the technology industry, and I've learned that success or failure of any business is dependent on a leader's ability to manage the consequences of change by overcoming one of the biggest barriers to change, and that is often fear and doubt. In this podcast, I talk to CEOs, founders, and entrepreneurs who've embraced change, overcome fear, and made huge sacrifices and demonstrated true belief in their ideas. And importantly, I'll chat to them about how they instill that belief across others and people they work with. If you've heard the term link in bio, then you're probably already familiar with Linktree the market-leading tool that allows content owners to get around the limitation of a single link per post that's common to many social platforms. Today, I'm extremely pleased to be joined by Anthony Zachariah, one of the founders of Linktree. Linktree, founded in 2016, is used by more than 15 million content owners, agencies, publishers, artists and influencers to optimize their online presence and better monetize their content. Welcome. It is great to have you, Anthony. Thanks for taking the time. Steve, thanks for having me. Let's get started by talking about life before Linktree when you and your brother made the decision to go into business together and form your digital agency, Bolster. Felt like a pretty natural evolution to get into business with Alex. We grew up in a family business. My parents had a musical instrument wholesale business, so we always grew up around it. My grandfather had a music business, which my mom and all her sisters worked in. So growing up, there's always this sense of family working together, which some people might find weird, but it just felt natural to us to be working together. I have an Italian background and growing up, there's a lot of traditions and rituals and we're always quite close as a family. And so I'd moved to Sydney at one point, started managing bands and was doing some freelance digital marketing after I left the agency I was working at. And Alex was in Melbourne doing a similar thing, managing bands, running parties and a little record label. And we were just like, should we doing this together? And it kind of just went off from there. We had a little management business together. The digital marketing thing grew from being just a freelance thing to landing a few big clients and us going to market and let's call this an agency, let's call it Bolster. It just grew from there. We're quite natural at working well together. There's no real big discussion about it. It just happened. And do you think it was it was always going to be natural for you and your brother to be in business for yourselves and to do your own thing in that respect? Yeah, I think so. We're about six years apart and we're different in a lot of ways, but we're also the same. And there's a lot of that yin and yang to solving problems together. He's a bit more head in the clouds. We're going to do this and I'm a little bit more of the leveler. And so together we kind of, he, he, he would always joke like, yeah, if it wasn't for Anthony, we'd probably be broke because of all the crazy ideas I had. But at the same time, if it wasn't for the crazy ideas, we wouldn't be in certain areas. And so like we kind of push and pull each other forward. Yeah, it's really nice. Sounds like a great partnership. With the success of Linktree, what's happening at Bolster nowadays? So the business is still going. Obviously, we have a lot of client relationships and that kind of thing. We couldn't just pack up and leave them in the lurch as well as a whole bunch of staff at that agency. So James is running that agency. He's managing director now and uh, we act as advisors and help on some strategic support every now and then. But for the most part, it's still running under the loving hands of James. So moving on to Linktree, really keen to understand how Linktree came to life. So in its simplest form, Linktree is a tool that allows you to connect all of your audiences to all of your content with one link. As you touched on before, 
many social platforms only allow you to have one URL in the bio. When we were running Bolster, the agency, all of our clients were the music industry, artists, managers, record labels, festivals, and we were doing digital marketing for them, managed social media accounts, helping them sell tickets, grow their profile. And we were having to manage some socials for clients. And it was around the same time that the Instagram algorithm changed from um, chronological to algorithmic. And it was one day we were sitting there and like having to update content and bio again for like the third time that day for a client. And it was like, there's got to be a better way. Changing this link every three hours. And we turned to our developer. It was the first developer we ever hired at the agency who's still with us at Linktree today as well. Kind of just went, hey, do you think if there was this link that when you clicked on it, there was a bunch of other links linked off to different spots. And so when you're on Instagram, you just keep that one link in there. And you just change the links occasionally whenever you need to change those links. And you change the order of them based on priority and what's important at the time. Is that a thing? And yeah, it was about literally six or seven hours later, he had a prototype of it, similar kind of thing, the way it looks now. And off we went from there. We, we kept iterating on it. We just gave it to some of our clients. Initially, it was really just for us at the agency to use until we then did open it up for other people to start using. The interesting thing is that the music industry is wildly fragmented. The customer journey for an artist and where they monetize is all over the place. Your ticketing lives in multiple spots for shows. Your merch is at another. Where your music is streamed or downloaded is in another spot. Sign up for your mailing list is another spot again. There's no real unification of that world. And that's how we identified the problem. But what it actually did through the journey of building Linktree opened us up to the fragmentation of the internet as a whole. So many brands, businesses, communities, entrepreneurs are trying to building their brands through social for the most part, or it's a big part of, of their marketing. And where the touch points are for your customers could be in a number of places. There's there's research that says on average, people or brands would have nine social media accounts that's grown from about four or five, six or seven years ago. And so right there where content lives is, is wildly fragmented. And so Linktree solves that by being this place to unify all of your worlds and all of your content. It's a really interesting parallel too with what, what we're doing at Zero in the sense that the experience that small businesses have with technology is they're either not using it or they're using bits and pieces all over the place. And this whole notion of linking things together and overcoming the fragmentation is really where so much, or taking out the friction, as a lot of people say, is where so much value is 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 created. And now with millions of people using Linktree, do you sort of ever kind of with your brother and others around you like shake your head and go, wow, that that was a pretty pretty amazing moment of I don't know, inspiration, discovery, like you must. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of pinch me moments along the way. It was not like we had this big roadmap or business plan. You know, it was like, let's just solve this problem and build on solving and keep iterating on it, building what people need. And then what feels like a blink, but it's been five years is, yeah, now we've got over 15, 16 million users. Yeah, there's a lot of pinch me moments from the fact that people actually use it, that people pay for it, the biggest celebrities in the world are using it. Yeah, it's fascinating, you know, that Selena Gomez, for example, uses Linktree to connect all of her content. What's awesome about that is, yes, she has a website, but if you Google Selena Gomez, what comes up is what the algorithm wants you to see about her. And so when we think about it like that, we've created something that gives creators, businesses, entrepreneurs, agency over what they show and how they present themselves to the world. Yeah, it's really cool. So the journey then begins with this uh, inspiration and, and uh, your ability to really make something happen in a very quick time. Now, along the way, it wasn't all smooth sailing because Instagram temporarily blocked you. This is now back in 2018. 
when that happened, I mean, how did you react to that? You know, because fears and doubts are always part of the journey as things get bigger and bigger. I'm fascinated by how you dealt with that. It was, at the time, definitely a little bit of a heart stop moment. It basically got mixed up in a banning of a whole bunch of malicious domains and just, you know, through their own machine learning and algorithms thought that Linktree was malicious. And so it was banned for about 25, 30 minutes. What was awesome at the time, I mean, it was it was a heart-stopping 30 minutes, but what was awesome is that we had around 30,000 of our users message Instagram telling them it was a mistake. You know, why have you banned Linktree? I, I rely on Linktree. There were some tweets that we saw that like, big text banning all the fun. We can't have anything nice, like all this sort of stuff. And so I guess it gave us, it was a bit of a moment of truth and a bit of a vote of confidence. Great example of uh, what they call customer advocacy there. Yeah. So on your journey, you know, obviously to where you are today, you've really managed to get support of great people around you. And obviously that also supports you in uh, driving the growth and the funding of the business. Really interested to understand your journey there and, and how you went about that. Because I think a lot of entrepreneurs who want to scale their business, you know, that's a critical step. So your reflections on that would be great to hear. Coming from a family business background, the idea of getting funding or bank loans or that kind of thing when we were starting, the eight, just it felt weird. It was always, there was this do-it-yourself mentality for better or worse. And we probably definitely, you know, burnt out a few times. And we've learned our lesson now in that build a great team and hire people around you to help you get to where you want to go. And think early on, it probably was a lesson that we learned around hiring and how we hire and who we hire. Even with Linktree, we bootstrapped that on the side of the agency for so long and only hired people when we were making money as opposed to this, you know, hindsight of like, you know, maybe we should have raised money a lot earlier. We probably could have got to where we are now a lot quicker and so on. So definitely a few realizations along the way. You know, we probably also wouldn't be where we are if we didn't take the time in some aspects to to really iterate and build on things. But now that we have raised two rounds of venture capital and it's a whole other world, it's the first time we've ever done that, not just having lots of funding available to grow the business and hire really great people. It's it's now leveled us up in terms of how we think, how we act on the global stage. The people we have around us and access to advice is also another level that we haven't experienced before. So it's definitely an amazing spot to be in. And you know, we're definitely not taking it for granted, that's for sure. And, and was there a moment that was very significant in that journey or something that dropped or a connection that you made that really kicked that all off? It was when we started seeing some really uptick in signups and we could see the potential. We always saw the potential link tree, but there was definitely it's probably two, two and a half years ago. And it was this point of like, hang on a second, we're not going to be able to do this all ourselves. We're not going to be able to just with the five or 10 people working at Linktree, we are probably going to need some funding. We're going to need to get some really great talent in. And the platform was never built for scale. When I talked about that MVP we built at the beginning and solving it for our clients, it was like this, it was just a tool to solve our own problem as opposed to setting out from the beginning thinking of scale. And it was this thing of like, hang on, this at the time was supporting a few million users. And it's like, it was just supporting it, right? The platform was patched together. It was like, we need to build out a proper engineering team. We need proper platform to scale this thing. And we need funding to do that. I think it's a really sort of challenging part of a journey for an entrepreneur is, do I want to hold on to a, a bigger chunk of something that's smaller or a smaller chunk of something that's bigger? Yeah. It sounds to me, and from what I've observed of what, what you accomplished, you've made some really wise decisions there and you've got some great people backing you, which is awesome. And you're also describing the fact that the replatforming of a, a SaaS business is uh, not a once-in-a-lifetime event in the journey, which uh, I can certainly relate to there. I'm sure you understand. I'm really impressed by the fact that already in your journey, 
you're starting to think about how you help others and you've established a passion fund, as you call it. Really interested in hearing a bit more about that. Yeah. So Linktree started as a, like a side hustle or a side business. When we saw people signing up on their own and we saw the, the small potential, it was always run on the side of the agency. And so it was in some ways similar to a lot of our users in that Alex, Nick and I lived together when we were running the agency and running Linktree in the early days. It was 24-7 either at the office or at home working on something. And often Linktree was the after hours thing. So we, we understood that pressure to kind of get something done out of our outside of our day job or that side hustle. And we we're fortunate that we were able to do that on the side of a profitable agency. So we didn't feel that financial pressure. But a lot of our users do have that. They have that financial pressure to either you know, commit to their day job or they don't have the time or they just want to have something to give them that leap of faith and that, that confidence. And so we thought that whilst, yes, we have Linktree and that's a, that's a tool for creators that can provide them you know, an ecosystem and a way to monetize and connect their audiences, we thought, how else can we, can we give back learning from our journey? And what if there was a way that we could relieve pressure from a financial sense to either quit their job and take a leap of faith or... You know, maybe through the last 12 months, like a lot of people, they've lost their jobs through COVID and they needed a kick to start something new or they just need to pay rent or, hey, you know what? I just want to take a month off to focus on this idea and see if it's got legs and I just need some money to do that. We thought there's, there's got to be a way that we can help kickstart a whole bunch of, of new initiatives or put some fire up some existing ones. And so that's kind of where it came from. And it also tied in with us launching commerce links, which is a feature of the product that allows our users to monetize through their link tree. So it was all a nice tie in there that we were helping, uh, helping folks monetize as well. That's great stuff. Great stuff. When you talk about your aspirations, how do you describe what you're aspiring to do from where you are now? You know, what's next in terms of helping you get there? With Linktree, we're all about empowerment and democratization and self-expression. And that, I know it all sounds kind of lofty, but when you think about the product, someone could have an internet presence within 30 seconds. So when you think about somebody just starting a business or a side hustle or whatever, hey, I need to have some presence to put in my social handles and just connect an online store with. They can set up Linktree for free within 30 seconds. They don't have to think about building a website and all the complications that come with that. When we think about empowerment, we're giving people the tools and agency to control how they appear online with how they connect their audiences. So again, it's not what the algorithms dictate their audiences want to see about them. It's not pay for play. The list of links is a true form. And this gets a little bit, you know, maybe a little bit esoteric or purpose level, but a true form of self-expression, a very simple list of links. These are five things that I care about that I think you should care about, about me, my business, my community, the activism I'm doing. And so we're all about building on that. Where we're going is the link types and features themselves are getting deeper and richer in terms of our integrations with other partners. We're doing a rebrand. That whole world is going to open up in how we present ourselves to the world from a user-based level. We see that we have a role to play in the world. We are a tool that sits across social and we are in a way turning into this identity layer. We sit as a connective tissue. So all of our users have social presences in some way for the most part. And so we also have a responsibility on the global tech stage to also do what's right. So how do we think about trust and safety and misinformation and all that kind of stuff on our platform? How do we show up and how do we get involved in certain movements that you can't just sit by anymore and not have a say or make a stand and your team expect that of you and the world almost expects it of you. And you can see what's happening now with the, the big tech platforms. Things are all coming to a head because of decisions that were made or not made more to the point. That's not great for the wider you know, good of the world. It's actually awesome because what you're really describing is how your purpose has evolved from you know fixing a particular frustration or irritation now to really seeing the role you can play in 
serving a much broader purpose than that. So really fascinating. Yeah, exactly. And we've recently rolled out all of our company values and embedding them into behaviors and, and work operating principles and all that kind of thing. And one of them is own your part, which is all about accountability. And we look at that both inwardly and in how we own our part as a team and individually, that whole thing around if you see something needs fixing, fix it. If you say you're going to do something, do it. But then also outwardly in how we own our part in the world as Linktree. And all that kind of relates to all the stuff I was just talking about in terms of how we show up and what we do as a brand and a company. That's awesome. There's a lot being said and, and a lot to read around this, but it is so fundamentally, it's differentiating if you can really, really drive what you do from a, a really clear purpose that is is meaningful beyond, you know, the self-orientation of it, but more the service orientation of it. And also the whole codifying of your values and behaviours and living it and being as a collective team what you, you want to be and aspire to be is, is really super. So you certainly have your eye on all the stuff that I think is going to continue to, to see your business grow and prosper. Talking about others who are listening to this and they should all take a good look at Linktree, what advice have you got for, for people out there that are thinking about or contemplating starting their own journey, solving a problem they see that can help others? What's your thoughts for a, a budding entrepreneur or business owner? I think I would say if you're thinking about it, start yesterday. Don't sit on it. And you know, I know it's easier said than done when you've got other responsibilities, but there's always a way to find time. And I don't view that sort of stuff as sacrifices, but a, but a state of mind. So start yesterday if you're thinking about it and you have an idea or a passion or a motivation for something. And then get ready for a marathon. There'll be ups and downs and moments of joy and moments of despair, but you know, take the wins and actually celebrate the wins. I think that's something we probably didn't do enough of in the early days was celebrating the wins. It was always like, cool, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? And I guess along with that is balancing the short-term wins with longer sustainable objectives as well. I think the other thing too is business is all about many things, but a way it's been for me is all about relationships and what goes around comes around. And, you know, if you can be the, the good guy, the good woman, you do what you say you will, you follow up and you play the long game. You'll be held in good stead on your journey, whether it's this business or your next business. I think being able to call on people when you need them, yeah, it's just super crucial. That that especially in, in this day and age, the you've seen the the downfall of so many people because of how they they treat others and all that sort of stuff. It's just not cool, not a good way to run a business. So, I just yeah, building relationships is key as well. That's great advice, Anthony. Thank you for that. Hey, I thought maybe we just wrap it up with a few fast questions. Sure, keen to know. Maybe a person past or present that you would like to have a conversation with. I would say my nonno who's no longer with us. I'd love to get some of his wisdom now, you know, running another a, a fast growing business and get, get some of his advice. I didn't think I got enough of it when he was here and I was a lot younger. Awesome. Awesome. Place you'd like to spend time or be? Italy. Yeah, I, I put my hand up on that one. <laughs> Favorite, uh, and I know it's a bit tricky for you because you can't have favorites, but favorite genre of music or bands that you like? Prince. I've seen him about eight or nine times in the, in, in the times he's been to Australia. Ultimate, ultimate musician. And then another artist called Terry Reid, who was the original singer of Led Zeppelin. And amazing, a voice that just cuts deep. I love listening to his records as well. Wow, awesome. Favorite uh, sport and sporting team? Not really a sports guy anymore, but. I go for North Melbourne, which is probably why I don't not support anymore at the moment. Let's just leave it. At that. <laughs> and what do you do in your your sort of leisure or free time? What are your favourite hobbies or or interests outside of doing what you're doing at Linktree? 
Outside of work, a lot of my spare time is uh, taken up with looking after my one-year-old twins, which is amazing and awesome and uh, chaotic at the same time. But then outside of that, it is, you know, eating and drinking out at restaurants. Um, I live near the beach in Sydney, so it's being there, being in the water, just just that kind of stuff, really, when I can do some reading. But, uh, yeah, just the simple things, you know. Uh, good on you. I'm sure they're going to keep you busy for many years to come. Anthony, thank you so much for taking the time. It's been great to get the benefits of your insights. Congratulations on what you've accomplished with your brother and others at Linktree. I wish you all the best for the future and it's uh, inspiring to hear of your journey and your thoughts on what it takes. So well done. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it.